When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of Ealing Road Buzz. I'm your host for today, Lee Wilmot. I'm joined today by Brentford reporter Tom Moore. Hi, Tom. Good afternoon. And we've also got Clive Yulton, who is our Charlton Athletic reporter with us today. Hi, Clive. Hello, Lee. Hi, Tom. Let's get straight down to business. Um, Brentford uh, beat Bolton Wanderers 2-0 at the weekend, Tom. Uh, Comfortable? Yeah, pretty comfortable. I don't, is Bolton, unlike teams like Derby, Burton, Barnsley, actually came with a positive mindset and try and win the game, but they just didn't have enough quality to severe, severely test Dan Bentley. Is Brentford have scored goals at the right time in a way, get, getting one through Florian Joseph Zoon just before before the break, and then uh, just uh, game approaching 90 minutes, Neil Mopai back heels into, into the net to... Uh, and a bit of a drought for him and uh, th- three points uh, picked up which uh, will, will be of uh, pleasant news to uh, everyone after a couple of feats in a row. Any mixed emotions for you? I don't know if our listeners are aware but you have uh, a lot of uh, good feeling towards Bolton, don't you? Oh, Bolton <laughs> provided one of my favourite football memories. Uh, I, I mentioned it last week about the uh, UEFA Cup game where Sergio Aguero gets himself sent off for, for spitting and uh, El Hadjif, who has history <laughs> of uh, such thing, uh, scores the, the winning goal of the whole tie. So uh, that, that was a, a very, very good uh, Valentine's Day 10 years ago. So yes, it was. Uh, yeah, I've got, but no mixed emotions, is Brentford three points is uh, the important thing. How much was that victory needed after the FA Cup win, uh, win after the FA Cup defeat to Notts County? I think it was needed and in a way it just silences any frustration that did stem from the FA Cup defeat because obviously Dean made eight changes from the game of Wolves, he made seven for Saturday's game from the FA Cup game and I think certainly looking at every change individually one by one, I think all of them were justified whether making eight changes in total was the right thing to do maybe he should have made five and earmarked three others to maybe get 45 minutes if try and get the game won quickly get two three goals to the good and then can make those changes even if it was say only half an hour in it's sort of well the game's won we'll bring them off give them a rest so it does sort of silence all of that and obviously with Brentford now three points off the playoffs it it's a uh, Things, things are sort of it's all looking upwards and I think one of the big things is as well is obviously the other defeat was to Wolves who as far as I'm concerned are champions yeah. elect is Brentford have played Wolves twice every other one of Brentford's playoff rivals 
has got to play Wolves at some point and Wolves will not drop many points between now and the rest of the season. So you can almost look at it as, well, they might have lost that game. Is There will be other teams like Middlesbrough and others who will still have to play Wolves and that will could uh, easily help Brentford close the gap to, to some of the other teams as well in uh, over the course of it. But I think it's in Brentford's hands, really. I think they, since mid-September when they since if Bolton was the first game of the season the away game Brentford would be uh, fourth in the league behind Villa Derby and uh, of course Wolves so it says the form they've been on and that's 19 games that is 19 games of promotion form so uh, I, I can see them carrying on this form and I think when you look at the fixtures is they can uh, certainly kick on further How much does a club uh, need a morale boosting victory like that when when you have the shock of an FA Cup defeat to lower league opposition, Clive? Yeah, well, of course, that's very important. My my view is there aren't any shocks in the FA Cup these days, really. There's there's so-called giant killing, but when clubs are putting out you know uh, understrength teams, I think it 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 sort of takes away the word shock from uh, from the FA Cup. Would you agree with that, Tom? Or? The thing is, it just levels the playing field. Really, mm. I mean, is before you were. You were sort of seeing only, say, your Manchester Uniteds, your Arsenals making changes for mm. cup ties. Now, Brentford ten years ago would be at, would take 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 would uh, would trade their right arm for a for a good FA Cup run. Now, certainly in the last few years, they they've not necessarily taken the cup as seriously as some of the fans would want them to and that that's the thing is there, there is disappointment when it comes to how seriously mm. Brentford can take these cup ties because fans of an older generation can remember taking part in some of the say more giant killings that is I remember beating Sunderland in 2006 and obviously they had the then worst Premier League side until uh, Derby uh, made it beat that record but either way it was Brentford beating a Premier League side and the feel good factor that stemmed yeah. from it is nowadays I think if uh, if there, if Brentford or another team were to be let, if we look at say Forest Arsenal for instance is Arsenal fans and Royal World didn't play our strongest team Forest fans and it almost takes the shine off it sort of oh it, look at the changes Arsene Wenger made and so yeah, is there are less sort of shocks as it were, but I, and I must say I wasn't too surprised to see an upset be at Griffin Park because there wasn't. I knew they were going to make a number of changes, and obviously not to counter a good side. But but as a fan and as a player, surely you want to go out and win a trophy. But it's quite sad, really, in in this day and age that it's all about money. It's all about you know you can't. Well, you can't argue with the ambition of Brentford. They want to get to the Premier it's League. It's all about the Premier League, isn't it? And yeah. I think that's the issue I, I have with the Premier League clubs. Um, the maybe seven down to 20 in the Premier League uh, field in weakened teams. I don't see why they do that. Um, particularly the ones from seven to no. 16, maybe, who aren't likely uh, to get relegated. And it's the only real chance they've got uh, to win at a winning a trophy. Brentford, on the other hand... 
Are they going to win the FA Cup? Can they really expect to win the FA Cup, do you think? I think the only way they could win the FA Cup is if they get a Millwall 2004 <laughs> Cup run where they didn't play a single side in the Premier League. But last season, and didn't Lincoln City yeah. get to the quarterfinals? Yeah. And they're yes. a, a non-league team. OK, they're not really a non-league club. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, it's possible. It's, it, it certainly, it's certainly possible. I mean, I remember going to uh, Millwall v Wigan in the FA Cup semi-final mm. and obviously we... We have seen Bradford reach the League Cup final. We're not, it's not impossible, but when you look at things on the face of it, is it's not necessarily it, it, something that you're going... You, you, every fan dreams of a, a cup final or, or a shock FA Cup. When look at Wigan, when they won it, is people were beside themselves. And, and they love the draw. I mean, isn't there that air of excitement on a Monday when the draw comes around, your, your team's in the hat? There is that feel-good factor, but again, as a club like Brentford, they've got to temper that with, they've got loftier ambitions. Well, the thing is, the third-round draw is always one of the highlights of the season for me. And I, I mean, uh, I'd describe myself as someone that looks for the new grounds, as it were. So I, I've got a very limited set of teams that I want to see Brentford draw away from home. So I'd rather have a trip to Fleetwood rather than uh, even a trip to well certainly a trip to Wigan <laughs> for example same sort of distance Staying overnight of course <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> only, only if company expenses are allowed <laughs> well, well, well Fleetwood I think we can certainly find a way of making that into a little weekend trip but I think that the joy of getting to Wembley was taken away when they put the semi-finals at Wembley yeah. anyway and now you only need to draw Tottenham away to get to Wembley anyway as Wimbledon exactly. found out yeah. um, in the third round it is yeah I mean uh, having the semi-finals at Wembley I think uh, takes takes the yeah. the uh, magic shot. of the cup yeah. away in a way and I think we all we all know that hopefully once uh, the FA have paid off the uh, debts in that stadium they can put the uh, cup semi-finals back into uh, neutral grounds neutral grounds like Old Trafford other grounds that have hold them I think the Emirates could hold it Emirates could yeah Villa Parks obviously held them Stadium of Lights St James's Park and it can provide a more special trip for, for those fans as well I mean, exactly so if you win your quarter final as a fan you're going to Wembley yeah. you don't care whether it's the final or not do you no. it's a day out it's Monday. a day out yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving, moving away from the FA Cup, because that was a week ago now. <laughs> um, back to um, league action. Um, tell me, Tom, Neil Mopai, um, that was his first goal since that horrific miss. Am I right? How much did he need that in the 90th minute on Saturday? Every striker need, need, needs a goal, I'm sure. Uh, Clive, who, who's a former non-league striker himself, would, would, would attest. I love mentioning that. <laughs> and, uh, Clive doesn't. <laughs> And um, yeah, it, it is. We've seen it with Lasavibo, seen it near Mopai's strikers at Brentford in recent years have blown hot and cold. Andre Gray even had a had a cold spell in sort of December January time in the fourteen fifteen season, if I remember correctly. I remember actually an FA Cup game with Brighton where he should have had a hat trick. So is it, it will certainly lift his spirits get and getting on the score sheet nobody cares how you score a goal I mean he got a goal from uh, pretty much his uh, rear end against uh, Sunderland earlier this season that kick started a bit form with him scoring against uh, Birmingham away and uh, then at home to Leeds so 
is one goal can change the whole complexion of things for, for any player. Going looking ahead um, this weekend, Reading um, ho- away, home away this weekend. Um, There's going to be quite a following um, going to the Madstad this weekend. Um, then Norwich at home, Derby away. Um, it's not the easiest little run on paper with Preston at home after that as well. Um, it's not the easiest run. It could be quite a pivotal time of the season, couldn't it? Well, I think certainly with it being in January transfer window as well as with Brentford three points off the playoffs is... You look at Reading, they're, they're probably having the season that you would have expected them to have last year, actually, with mm. the way they're playing. I mean, I was not impressed by Reading at all, and I saw them multiple times last year. I saw them against Brentford twice. I saw them against Fulham one and a half times. game was abandoned. I uh, saw them against QPR as well. Saw all, all three of their games against the West London sides at, at the Majewski. And on no occasion... Even when they sort of rallied from 2-1 down against Brentford to win 3-2, Yap Stam made a triple sub, a couple of errors pretty much gifted them a couple of got those two goals as well. So they weren't a side that particularly impressed me last year, but I think they'll be looking to uh, maybe end their, their run of iffy form. I know they obviously are still involved in FA Cup action tonight and I must say looking back at the cup game I'm quite glad that Brentford didn't get a, it didn't end up drawing the game obviously I'd rather see Brentford win but the idea of having to trek up to Nottingham tonight effectively would not have uh, filled many with much, much joy and certainly it would probably have been the worst result in a way from a certain perspective for for the coaching staff so they, they will have a, a difficult game with Stevenage as well so is you've got to respect them. Any side in the championship is worthy of respect, but uh, you, you would certainly see that one as a potential three points. Norwich, obviously Brentford won at Carrow Road in December, and obviously the Canaries have sold Alex Pritchard, and anyone at Brentford will tell you how good a player he is. They'd still obviously have James Madison as well, so that it will certainly be a tough game, but... Not none of those that neither of those two they could fear, and then obviously once the transfer window closes, trip to Derby. Derby had scored an early goal at Griffin Park, and then just park, tried to park the bus. So uh, Brentford absolutely battered them at Griffin Park after falling behind. So they're a bit of a different team win. now, aren't they, Derby? Than probably back then, though, aren't they? What would you suggest? Well, go out said after that game as you try and out football Brentford at Griffin Park, you're going to. Uh, be on the end of one so uh, it was obviously their best way of trying to to get a win and the fact that Derby will probably have to be a bit more open and attacking I think will probably suit Brentford and I think that that's the thing is away from home is certainly if we go back to Saturday because obviously that's the next game is uh, there will be the onus on Reading to try and attack as well as they would not is no fan of a championship club would want to see their side play for a draw no. at home to Brentford because people look at Brentford, think oh, they're not the biggest of clubs and all that, but when you look at what they've done over the last few years, they they fully deserve to be in the top half of the championship. Can I just come in there and say that um, looking at the clubs above them and around them, all ex-Premier League clubs, there's three clubs in the top 11 of which Brentford are one who haven't made it yet to the Premier League. Is this going to be a season where one of those 
three teams, Bristol City, Preston or Brentford, make it into that top flight? Don't see why not. I think uh, I think that there are teams playing for second and I think there are teams playing for uh, the rest of the top six. And once you get into the playoffs, is it's a lottery. Is You can have the side that's finished third by a mile lose the side that's in sixth. Yeah. So it, is it, it's a lottery. And the thing is, is... I would always say, in a way, that the side finishing thirds at a relative disadvantage mm. because certainly if it's a tight promotion race. I mean, I remember going They've back. They missed out on that. Yeah, automatic promotion. I mean, I remember going back to the 2012-13 season where March, where Brentford had a last-minute penalty against Doncaster. Mm. They score that, they win promotion to the championship. Mm. Obviously, Marcello Trotter hits the crossbar. Everything after that, as far as Brentford are really concerned, is relevant. Doncaster to go and score to win the title. Mm. But then I remember the playoff first leg is Brentford were just so still shell shocked after what had happened, and you were thinking they're not going to get the, uh, they're not going to, they're going to come unstuck against Swindon, and then another last minute penalty, which uh, Kevin O'Connor, who should have taken the penalty the week before goes and sticks it in the net so having been 1-0 down at Swindon season on the line get back to 1-1 mm. and then the second leg was just one of the most insane games I've ever witnessed Brentford 3-1 up seemingly cruising two late goals take, take it to extra time Nathan Burns sent off penalty shootout it was one of the most ridiculous games I think the only more ridiculous one actually involves Reading the 7-5 against yeah. Arsenal so some clubs want to be in the playoffs some clubs don't want to be in the playoffs and it's a mentality thing. Can I just quickly touch on non-league? Bognor and Met Police, I remember, years ago, going for the um, promotion uh, from Ryman Division 1 South. Bognor were top the whole season, finished on 100 points. Met Police picked them on the last day by one goal to deflate Bognor, who then went into the playoffs and lost to the fifth place team on the Tuesday because they were so deflated yeah. with not winning the league and that's the sort of thing that can happen and that, and that, I remember it well mm. yeah. and that is the sort of thing is if you can get into that playoffs on the on the final day you've almost got the advantage, got the advantage. Of, of the side that's missed out so is momentum's a big thing in the playoffs mm. and that and certainly I can see it you've it got to be in it to way. win it as yeah. say. And once you're in there you've got every chance haven't you? yeah I mean, I think a lot of it depends on what happens in the next uh, couple of weeks, in a way, in the in the transfer window. Do we know? Do we know anything that's going to be happening in the transfer window for Brentford? Having, having spoken to you um, outside of the podcast, Tom, I, I think you believe there's not going to be a lot going on at Griffin Park. No, I think it's going to be a pretty quiet January, and I think, in a way, that's what's needed. Is you look at the squads, I mean, the only position I'd like to see them maybe move in is a left-back on loan to cover for Rico Henry's injury, and that would be pretty much it. But I don't think there's going to be too much happening. I think it will be a nice, quiet window. Could even be no ins, no outs, although there could still be... It's more likely to be outs than, than ins, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, there are a couple of players out of contract in the summer, like Lasavibi and Andreas Bjelland. If the club don't believe that a serious tilt at the Premier League is is on, and I don't see why they should think that at this current st- state of affairs, then they may look to cash in on them and uh, 
that's the only thing I could see happening, more outgoings than, mm. than incomings. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll end it there. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Clive. All your latest Brentford Football Club news is on getwestlondon.co.uk and we'll be back with another podcast next week. Mm.